Everything Republicans say is a debunked conspiracy theory, according to the mainstream media. Mr. Reagan. The other night during the Democrat debate, CNN tried to destroy Bernie Sanders. They tried to derail his candidacy by showing the American people that he's a disgusting, old, white, sexist man. Senator Sanders, I do want to be clear here. You're saying that you never told Senator Warren that a woman could not win the election. That is correct. Senator Warren, what did you think when Senator Sanders told you a woman could not win the election? (laughs) I disagreed. (laughs) Yes, that actually happened. And yes, the audience actually laughed at that. They laughed because even the left-wing audience could see through the... CNN propagandizing here. The moderator asked Bernie a question, then completely disregarded the answer. I could speculate about what the CNN moderator was thinking there, but it's irrelevant because CNN was trying to derail the Bernie Sanders campaign. In the days leading up to the debate, CNN broke this absurd story about Bernie hating women, not thinking that there could possibly be a woman president. Now, this is just a bizarre thing because he said many, many times that he thinks that America is ready for a woman president. But then again, during the post-debate coverage, everyone at CNN said that he had flopped, said that Bernie had had an awful night. But Bernie didn't have an awful night. He had a great night. How do we know that? Because after the debate, Bernie had the best day of fundraising since he started running for president this time around. Now, we all know that CNN tries to manipulate their audience. They don't report on stories. They don't fit the SJW narrative of the world. They report only parts of some stories, and they even report stories that they know aren't true. In 2016 in Milwaukee, CNN edited footage to intentionally deceive voters into believing that this woman was calling for an end to violence, when in reality, she was calling for an end to black-on-black violence and advocating for black-on-white violence. But before we get into that, I have to sell you something. Did you know that your assets are not yours when times get tough? The Wall Street Journal recently reported on two hedge funds that are in big trouble. These funds look after billions of dollars of their clients' money. But these same two funds are refusing to let investors get their money back. This will be happening more and more as things begin to implode. Where are your savings? Do you have to ask permission to get them back? If you don't have control of your money when things get tough, you're in trouble. Noble Gold has the answer. A precious metal IRA with Noble Gold will let you have real, hold-in-your-hands assets. And they're yours. Always yours. Not bits of paper, not promises, not excuses. Precious metal returns are set to explode over the next few years. So get in touch with Noble Gold and discover how you can keep your money safe for when you need it. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com and let them know that Mr. Reagan sent you. Or you can hit the link below and get the free gold and silver investment guide. Burning down shit ain't gonna help nothing. Y'all burning down shit we need in our community. Take that shit to the suburbs. Burn that shit down. We need our shit. Y'all wanna hurt somebody, take that shit farther out. Don't bring it here. Don't bring the violence here and the ignorance here. We need everything we got. Everything. Family and friends holding a vigil marked by prayers. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. With his sister calling for peace. Don't bring the violence here and the ignorance here. 
Milwaukee police say they made multiple arrests overnight. We're still waiting on those final numbers. It comes on top of the 17 arrests made Saturday night. In a video from Project Veritas, a CNN producer as well as Van Jones were both caught on tape admitting that they knew that Trump had not colluded with Russia, but they both admitted that the only reason that CNN pushed this narrative was that it was good for ratings. Yeah, the Russia thing is just a big nothing burger. Really? Then why is CNN constantly like... Russia this, Russia that. Because it's ratings. Because it's ratings? Our ratings are incredible right now. I don't actually think they pushed it just because it was good for ratings, but I digress. And CNN just settled a lawsuit with Nick Sandman for slandering him consistently on the air after the tape of the Covington High School incident went viral. CNN had willfully cast Nick Sandman and the other Trump-supporting white male high school boys as villains, and they'd cast this poor old Native American man as the victim. And they made no significant effort to correct the reporting when it became clear that the boys were, in fact, the victims and the Native American man was the aggressor. So considering these incidents, and honestly millions more, it comes as a bit of a surprise that CNN's Brian Selter announced today that he has produced a documentary with HBO about the rise of fake news. I mean, I recently posted a video in which I analyze a very special episode of the NBC program Meet the Press with Chuck Todd. In the episode, they break down how fake news propaganda is planned, executed, and distributed. And it was quite clear to me that NBC was knowledgeable about this subject because these were their own tactics. They were presenting their viewers with their own propaganda playbook and then pointing at Trump and Fox and saying, look, this is what they do. At one point, Chuck Todd even admits that he and his producer believe that the public want to be lied to. It, it, look, this gets at something, Dean, that, that my executive producer likes to say is, hey, voters want to be lied to. Sometimes they, they don't they don't always love being told hard truths. So I imagine that Brian Selter's expertise in fake news has been gleaned from precisely the same experience. He is an expert in fake news because he produces it and he does produce it every day on his show. You can watch for yourself. It's pretty shocking. President Trump says the real Russia investigations are fake and left is right and up is down. This week, the president repeatedly said that Christopher Steele's dossier, full of allegations about potential ties between Trump's campaign and Russia, has been discredited. That's the word he used, discredited. To the contrary, parts of the dossier have actually been corroborated. And U.S. intel officials have taken the dossier quite seriously. You said the president is using mind control. I'm referring to uh, uh, Trump's organization and and Mm. followership as a destructive cult. It is frightening to hear a cult expert say that you see all these signs right now today in American politics. People are questioning the president's fitness. Is he suffering from some kind of illness? Is he fit for office? And if he's unfit... Then what? Now, in writing the script for this video, I came upon an article in which there was a Brian Selter tweet. I clicked on the tweet and it took me to his Twitter page where I was greeted with this. Brian Selter has blocked me from Twitter. (laughs) How does Brian Selter even know who I am? I've never written anything on his Twitter posts. The only thing that I can think of is that I may have mentioned him before in a video, which means that he must have seen the video and then blocked me from Twitter. (laughs) How crazy is that? Brian Selter thinks that Mr. Reagan off of YouTube is so scary that he has to block me from Twitter. Okay, Brian Selter, that doesn't make you look like a weak coward at all. 
<laughs> so anyway, I found it laughable that Brian Seller would be doing a documentary warning the public about the dangers of fake news. But then again, he is an expert. So much like the Meet the Press special, if we watch this documentary with a thought in mind that these are his own tactics, it could be incredibly informative. But there are a few things that he surely won't mention in the documentary because these are propaganda tactics that seem only to be used by the left-wing media today. And this is what I want to discuss here in this video today. So there's this term that has uh, come into favor amongst Democrats recently, the phrase debunked conspiracy theory. My reporting on the people behind AOC was claimed to be a debunked conspiracy theory. Debunked! And you hear this term thrown around probably like a hundred times a day on MSNBC and CNN. Mr. Trump's penchant for promoting bogus conspiracies as though they were fact. Debunked conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Gauging in conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theories or conspiracy theory. Debunked by facts. Known conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy, which has already been debunked. The Trump deep state conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theories. All of it was debunked. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy of conspiracies. The two traded thousands of texts while having an extramarital affair. But none of the text messages from that same time period in December 2015 discussed any kind of investigation into Trump or Russia. Now, the term conspiracy theory inspires images of paranoid teenage boys getting high on the couch, listening to trance music, and obsessing over something they saw in ancient aliens. We usually think of flat earthers, or that the moon landing was faked, or that George Bush ordered 9-11. But technically, conspiracy theories are not in themselves false or silly. They're just theories about multiple people conspiring to commit a crime or a cover-up. There were many real conspiracies throughout history, and theories about those conspiracies would have been appropriately classified as conspiracy theories. The MK Ultra Project is probably the most popular conspiracy theory that has proved to be a true conspiracy, but there are many examples through history. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I will draw your attention to the heart attack gun. This is a gun developed by the CIA that shoots ice darts into the target. These ice darts are laced with poison. The poison induces a heart attack in the target, and the ice then melts so that no trace of the murder can be detected. People just have heart attacks, and there's no sign at all that they were actually murdered. Now, that sounds like a crazy made-up conspiracy, right? Oh, no. It is very real. The, the poison was frozen into some sort of dart, and then it was shot at uh, very high speed into the person, so at, when it reached the person, it would melt inside them. Have you brought with you um, some of those devices which would have enabled the CIA to use this poison for, we have indeed, for killing people? Does this pistol uh, fire the dart? Yes, it does, Mr. Chairman. And a special one was developed which potentially would be able to uh, enter the target without perception. The round thing at the top is obviously the sight. It works by electricity. There's a battery in the handle, and it fires a small dart. And the dart itself, when it strikes the, the, the uh, target, um, does the uh, target know that he's, about, he's been hit and about to die? A special one was developed, which potentially would be able to uh, enter the target without perception. As a murder instrument, that's about as efficient as you can get, isn't it? It, it, it is a weapon, a very serious weapon. 
But also the toxin itself would not appear in the autopsy? Yes. So that uh, there was no, no way of perceiving that the, uh, the target was him. But regardless of the potential veracity of conspiracy theories, we still think of JFK and the moon landing in Area 51 whenever somebody says the words conspiracy theory. And this phenomenon has been weaponized by the left-wing media. If they want their viewers to dismiss a conservative idea, they just call it a conspiracy theory. And they call all conservative ideas conspiracy theories. They call Trump's claim that he was being spied on by the FBI a conspiracy theory. But that was true. And they call anything that involves Joe and Hunter Biden in Ukraine a conspiracy theory. Worse, they call it a debunked conspiracy theory. Debunked. Debunked, debunked, debunked. All of it was debunked. This is the extra kick in the face that they like to add into their basic conspiracy theory attack. Not only do they suggest that conservative ideas should be dismissed, but then they add on the additional support of the word debunked. And they seem to have started adding this word on every time they call a conservative idea a conspiracy theory. And this is super frustrating because it's almost never true. When you hear the media say debunked conspiracy theory, they're as likely as not to be outright lying to you. The word debunked is a very strong word. It means something has been proved without a reasonable doubt not to be true. That is an incredibly strong statement to make. And when it's false, it's an incredibly bold lie. But it's not just a strong statement. It's not just a bold lie. It's far more sinister than that. It's a diabolical left-wing tactic. Because instead of explaining how a conservative idea has been debunked, they just say it's debunked. If they would explain it, then fine, I could accept it. If they, if they could accurately and convincingly walk us through how a conservative idea is provably false, I would accept their claims. I wouldn't have room to criticize them at all. But they don't do that. They simply claim things have been debunked. And that's a claim that's impossible to disprove because no matter how long you search for this so-called debunking, even if you search for 40 years and never find it, it could still be out there somewhere, somewhere in the world, the debunking might exist. And the internet is vast, so people just don't look. They just accept that the debunk claim is true. So they've turned a provable thing, the claim that the conservative point is wrong, into something impossible to disprove, that the conservative claim has been debunked. Soviet propagandists would be proud. Allow me to explain this in another way. In mathematics, or physics, or any science for that matter, proving something is true is nearly impossible. That's why we call all mathematical principles theorems, and all scientific principles theories. You only have to find one instance of the principle not working to call the principle false. Trying to prove a principle true, I mean, it might be impossible to run every possible scenario. So we do our best, we make assumptions, and we come up with conclusions. And it's the same thing with our justice system. Why don't we find defendants innocent? Because it's often not possible to prove innocence. But hypothetically, it should always be possible to prove guilt. In the court of law, we find a defendant guilty. Guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Let's say you want to destroy a friend's reputation. You decide you're going to lie and say that 10 years ago when you were both college buddies, this guy used to regularly use the N-word. Well, supposing you did know each other in college, this accusation would be impossible to disprove. He could gather the testimony of all of his other friends and acquaintances. He could produce all of his emails, text messages, and any other recordings he has from his college days. He could tell you all about his non-racist beliefs. He could show you his black ex-girlfriend. But none of that will prove that he did not use the N-word. Even if he can nearly clear his name, there may always be a lingering doubt with some people. This is the power of an accusation that cannot be disproven. The left understands this power and has run wild with it. 
The media will straight up lie and say that events they don't want you to look into have been debunked. And it's especially true when you're on the right track. The media will just falsely say debunked or they'll say this is a claim without evidence. But they are constantly doing what they preach against, pushing false stories that have little to no evidence. How do we know this? Because they are wrong so often. Think about all the Russian collusion stuff that we heard about for three years. It turned out all to be garbage. And the media was totally in on the scam. Brett Kavanaugh, also a scam. The media's definition of debunking is, we don't want you to pay attention to this aspect anymore, therefore we call it debunked, so you must look away. Long ago, I decided that both sides, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they were both biased. We must all agree that everyone has bias. It's impossible not to. I would argue that those who believe that their favorite media channel or favorite politician, political commentator, news anchor, journalist, whatever, those who believe that these people are unbiased, they're either terribly gullible or else they've allowed themselves to become too complacent. But bias isn't necessarily bad. It's, it's when the biased media insists that they're neutral. That's when their reporting becomes deceptive. It's one thing to have political bias, and it's another to lie and mislead in order to convince your audience that you're not biased, that everything you say is absolutely true. That's the difference between the left and the right. Many years ago, I decided to look at both types of networks and decide for myself. I watched CNN, I listened to NPR, and I read the New York Times, amongst various other sources. What I discovered was that one side was consistently telling me to do your own research. Don't take my word for it. Check your sources. The other side was saying, don't look anywhere else. The other side is lying to you. We're the only ones that you can trust. You don't have the capability to decipher what is true and what is false for yourself. So just trust us. We heard, let's see what's in the Mueller report for ages. Then when we do see what's in the Mueller report and the FISA report for that matter, the story just changes. If the media tells you something's been debunked, please look closely at the evidence. Do not take their word for it. If they tell you that a claim was made without evidence, look to see if there is evidence. Do the research. Listen for folks who are telling you to do the research yourself. Listen to folks who tell you that you can distinguish fact from fiction, that you can look at multiple sources and decide who is giving you a load of BS and who is shooting straight. You've been calling this out, saying that this alternative reality is something that that Americans need to understand. The Americans who listen to Fox News and conservative talk radio are being lied to and manipulated every day. Those people who listen to the opinion shows on Fox and those people who listen to my former world conservative talk radio, they have no clue. They're being told every day, Brian, it's the deep state and it's Hillary. That's so dangerous. Kennedy and Seb Gorka, they've got their noses way too far up the president's butt to ever change. They're going to do what President Trump tells them to do. You've got to speak well about Trump. Don't criticize Trump. If you have a conservative talk radio show these days, you're told don't criticize the president. They lie to their listeners and they keep feeding them what they want to hear. For the record, I, Mr. Reagan, have never been forced, pressured, or even encouraged by anyone to say anything on my show ever. The latest tactic in the battle for public trust is the use of the term Russian propaganda technique. The mainstream media is now claiming that everything that Trump, Newsmax, The Wall Street Journal, Breitbart, Fox, or any of us conservative YouTubers say is not only a debunked conspiracy theory, but a debunked conspiracy theory initially developed in Moscow as Russian propaganda. It's actually kind of hilarious. Everything conservatives think now is apparently 
Russian propaganda. Some of President Trump's family and closest aides promoted tweets from professional trolls paid by the Russian government. I am deeply concerned that any member of the House would spout Russian propaganda. He is parroting Russian propaganda. Trump's, not just his belief in this Russian conspiracy theory, the Russians have come so far from dropping leaflets from the sky with their propaganda to really mainlining lies and propaganda directly to the president, out his mouth and into the ears and belief system of the media that supports him and his supporters. Or is there anybody else who believes the Russian propaganda that comes out of Trump's mouth? Why are the Republicans so dug in and co-signed not just to Trump, but to Putin's propaganda? This is a Russian information operations campaign that the president is himself advancing. The only people who disagree with this thesis are people who don't want to face the truth. Now, I have noticed that RT, the Russian television news network that broadcasts in English here in the United States, it does, in fact, agree with conservative political positions much of the time. And I've never really understood that. Maybe the Russians really do love Trump. And that's fine. That's, that's great, even. I've said many times before, and I'll say it again, your supporters don't define you. If the Russians like Trump, that's great, but it's irrelevant to discovering who Trump is and who Trump supports. If you want to see what Trump thinks of Russia, look into our foreign policy with Russia. I'm not going to go down the list, but I'll put it up on the screen here for anybody who wants to pause and read through it. It's a tough list. Trump has been tough on Russia. He's way more tough than Obama was. To think that Trump is sympathetic to Russia or Putin or that, worse, Russia has some kind of leverage over Trump, it's absurd. And that is actually a false conspiracy theory perpetrated by the left. The most important single thing is that they, really they own him. I know at least three or four reports where, where I've talked to people about uh, uh, Compromat existing. And I've talked to uh, people in the Russian mafia who said that they had uh, Compromat on Trump. Uh, we have the Steele, famous Steele dossier, Christopher Steele, which has allegations. Uh, I, you know, in a way, I think a different kind of compromise is sort of staring us in plain sight. And that is that all the Russians I've talked about who are laundering their money in Trump Tower, who've made him rich again, uh, are there. That's all in plain sight. And, and that that in itself compromises a man who is president of the United States. The implications of which are what? Well, that he's totally beholden to Vladimir Putin. And uh, I think as president, he has begun serving Putin's agenda very strongly. Now, I don't tend to use RT as a source myself. I use a lot of other very well-respected American news sources, including left-wing sources. Oddly, with respect to Ukraine and the Bidens, the left-wing media was the first to report on a lot of that stuff. But most mainstream media reporters today have either pretended to forget about that or they're unaware of it. Anyway, the point is that the left has their talking points. They use words and phrases that they think will diminish the veracity of conservative claims in the minds of their viewers and their readers. And that is an incredibly concerning development. The leftist media is no longer in the business of objectively reporting the facts. They're in the business of public manipulation. Here's the bottom line. I believe without a doubt that the mainstream media is pushing fake news every day. 
On the other hand, the mainstream media believes that I'm fake news and Newsmax and Fox and all the other conservative sources. And the truth is that I can't convince you one way or another because, of course, I'm going to tell you that I'm telling the truth and the, the other side is lying. And, of course, they will tell you that they're the ones telling the truth and I'm the one lying. So it's up to you, the viewer, to decide who's lying and who's telling you the truth. Well, I have a hunch that it's not black and white. You're not going to find one source always telling the truth all the time and always telling you every important detail of every important story. So go watch Mr. Reagan, and go watch Newsmax, and Fox, and OAN, and The Blaze, and Crowder, and Shapiro, and Slightly Offensive, and listen to Gorka, and Rush, and Joe Paggs, and read Breitbart, and Daily Wire, and Zero Hedge, and Drudge, and Ann Coulter, and The Wall Street Journal. But also, watch CNN sometimes. Listen to NPR. Check out the BBC, and DW, and Politico, and The New York Times, and The Washington Post, and MSNBC, and PBS. You might think that these organizations have nothing valuable to say, but who knows? Maybe one day they'll say something that you agree with. And even if they never do, at least you'll know what they're thinking. And you can't disagree with somebody, not really, if you don't even know what they're thinking. But take note, as you watch all of this media, consider which side is telling you to watch, listen to, and read both sides. And which side is telling you just to listen to them. Because it's the side that doesn't want you listening or reading anyone else. That's the side that doesn't want you to know the truth. That's the side that's trying to control you. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Good night. Press is not a weak sister that needs bracing. It has more freedom, more influence than ever in our history. The press can take care of itself quite nicely. And a president should be able to take care of himself as well. So what I hope my epitaph will be with the White House correspondence, what every president's epitaph should be with the press is this, gave as good as he got.